hand into the fire. Run. Run! Hello and welcome to Out of the Frying Pan, a Middle-Earth strategy battle game podcast, episode 38, Dan, can you believe it? Indeed I cannot, it's, uh, <laughs> it's been a little while coming, um, yeah. but uh, yes, yeah, I mean, it's been a little while since we recorded, hasn't it? I think it was mid-December last time we recorded, and as we sit here, it is the 25th of January. Yes, yes, and I've thrown you off there by just changing the, the what I say at the intro, just ever so slightly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, completely cut my quote out. <laughs> well, you can still say it because I think it still fits quite nicely, actually. Well, it seems hardly appropriate now. It's it's <laughs> the job that has never started as takes longest to finish, as my old gaffer used to say. Well, I think that's so, very, very fitting, and it will become more and more apparent, especially from my point of view, <laughs> as the show goes on. So, um, uh, right then. So, why didn't you tell everyone what we've got coming up in the show? <laughs> So we'll do our usual uh, intros and greetings. We'll uh, have also our many meeting section where we'll have a bit of a talk about what's news. Obviously, it won't be news to you. Uh, it's been old because there's not been anything for Middle Earth for at least a couple of weeks by this stage. So you probably all know about it. But we will recap. We'll have a chat about what we've been up to. Um, my, myself, obviously, I've done a, a fair old chunk, but Stu has actually been beavering away in the background. There is stuff for him to talk about. And then the main section of uh, the cast this time, uh, Council of Elrond, is Hobby Bingo, both a recap of 2021 and our plans for 2022. And then uh, we'll come to the close. Well, let's go for a short break and we'll be back with many meetings. Incom Gaming, the new centre for tabletop wargaming in Gloucestershire. Visit incomgaming.co.uk for great savings on pre-orders and all your hobby needs. We stock many gaming systems and hobby accessories and can ship to anywhere in the UK. Market-leading gaming mats from gamemats.eu. Visit the store and check out how to turn your tabletop into a battlefield. Incom Gaming is based in the centre of Cheltenham and offers tables and scenery for casual and organised play with a fully licensed bar. Check out our events page for upcoming events where everyone is welcome. Visit incomgaming.co.uk Incom Gaming. Come game, shop, drink. And we're back for many meetings. So, Dan, do you want to kick us off with the news? Yeah, why not? So, uh, obviously, it is the old. Uh, We've been over the Christmas period where we did uh, get some models. Unfortunately, if you're hearing this for the first time, you unfortunately have missed them. There were some <laughs> MTOs. So, um, the Forge World Thorins Company, the ones I've been hankering after for a while, evidently someone was listening. They were uh, re-released on Christmas Day, no less. Um, I do believe for just over seven days. Maybe I think it was uh, maybe a little bit later in January, actually. That We may have had up ten days, maybe two weeks. We had to order that. So naturally, I ordered some. Uh, happy Christmas to myself. Um, there's been a few more teasers for what appears to be the um, Defense of the North, which yeah. is what looks to be some uh, characters for the Easterlings. By the looks of it, it uh, was it a war priest and some kind of captain, yeah, I guess and that, then yeah. what looks very much like it's going to be the dragon emperor. Yeah, yeah, but, but uh, you, you, they would be pretty safe guesses. I mean, you never know; it could be someone holding yes. up a, a really strange shaped shield that happens to be in the shape of a dragon emperor or something like that but it's probably going to be a dragon emperor um, yeah, Gandalf blowing very elaborate smoke rings 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, but uh, there's always the hope. We do have the LVO at the end of the week. I know that there's been some teasers, uh, sort of images shown for, uh, showing what's going to be included in this uh, LVO preview, uh-huh. which is 6am UK time. Okay. Um, yeah, obviously, because it's going to be done live at the LVO, isn't it? Um, <laughs> well, fair enough, I it, suppose. I might well be. Yeah. Up. So all the people with kids will be able to break that news in the UK. Yes, exactly. Um, it hasn't said specifically that there's any Middle Earth, but it'd be cool if there was, and if they showed us perhaps something that's included on those silhouettes, that'd be cool. Yeah. You know, show us a little love, although, uh, you know, for once I think the heritage community appear to be quite cheerful because, you know, they're actually getting covered in this. Are they? Have they announced? What the, there I is, haven't there looked is, at it at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's the, the, the logo on it, so um, we'll Ooh. be interested to see what happens with that one. It's not going to tempt me back, I don't think, but it's still quite cool. Hopefully, just um, to wind them up, it's just a just a captain or something. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm yeah, sure. well, then, they don't do Primaris, do they? No, well, there was there was some leaked stuff, weren't there? Some leaked images back in well, autumn now, quite early autumn as well. So I think the community have been waiting on a big announcement for a while. So hopefully for them, it's that big announcement. But yeah, like you, I don't, nothing, nothing's there is going to tempt me back. I don't think. Um, no, um, I've got no interest in really. No, um, no, being involved in much of that anymore. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, right then. So moving on from the news, then. Um, um, okay, I was very tempted by Thorin's company. I must admit, but I um, luckily I'm quite busy around Christmas time, so I kind of pushed out of my mind and forgot about it. And by the time I thought, oh, shall I have a look again? It was well too late for it, which is a good thing because I don't, I don't need them. I've not even painted the original plastic ones yet. So, um, so yeah, moving on from that, Dan, what have you been up to? Well, it's um, been a relatively busy period. I've, I've got less done than I would normally purely because of the time of year it's been. Obviously, we've had Christmas and New Year included in that sort of time. And unfortunately, I had to work for a chunk of it. Yeah. Admittedly, not quite the same way I've had to in previous years. Uh, but uh, I did have to work the week in between Christmas and New Year. I got the bank holidays off, which was quite nice. So I got a bit of time. And I did manage to do some painting, which was good. Um, I think since uh, we last uh, spoke, it w- I've um, done some more of my Vanquishers, Radagast and uh, Galadriel are done now. Uh-huh. Um, that Galadriel model was a complete pain in the bum. Very, very intimidating to paint. But they're definitely the hardest model of the set to paint. Um, uh, yeah, I, I haven't painted any of them yet, as will <laughs> you'll later. <laughs> you, you, you won't need to find out later now, but looking at them, that would be the one I'd be thinking most that could be more tricky, definitely. Yes, definitely. Um, it, it definitely was for me, but um, in its own way, slightly more rewarding than the others as well. So, you know, peaks, swings and roundabouts. Um, I didn't think I was going to do better than my uh, Elrond for that set, but I'm actually quite pla- pleased with my Radagast for those. So, yeah, they're all, he's the they're second awesome. one of those I painted. Awesome. You've done a lovely job on all of them. It's nice to see you them popping up every every few days on your Instagram feed. Yes, well, I've done it for a little while. I did have a little bit of a spate of, of them during that period, but uh, slow down again. I've painted uh, Musgur and Razgush. The, I uh, bought them. Not for me either, yeah, well, unfortunately. <laughs> for, uh, uh, yeah. for a client, but bought them. Uh, between Carl and Sophie, I got them from the Not Throne of Skulls, but um, as you know, life conspired against me, I didn't actually end up getting them painted pretty much until they went on general release anyway. But Sometimes these things do happen. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I've got one of the special Dave Fredericks Bilbo's, the converted one for how he's portrayed at the end of Battle of Five Armies when he's loaded with gear and returns to Bag End. And yes, yeah, I saw uh, you. I saw the painted model, and but I didn't know where you got it from. This is we haven't spoken properly for a couple of weeks, really. I'm not in any depth, so we're kind of. I'm genuinely catch. Sometimes I pretend I don't know your news, but uh, I'm genuinely catching up on your news. For this, yes. Yeah. Well, you've been busy and I've been busy. I mean, work is absolutely insane at the moment and I'm just knackered. So, yeah, um, Damien and I were discussing that particular model um, uh-huh. in the Battle Streams chat. And lo and behold, Dave messaged me. Uh, I don't know if it was the same day or the next day and says, um, I've still got a couple of those kicking about if you'd like one. That'd so naturally, cool. I tore his arm off. Absolutely. Um, which absolutely. I enjoyed painting him. I uh, forgot how small hobbits are to paint, although, <laughs> which I, when I'll come to in a minute, I've just uh, received, in fact, today, an even smaller model. Okay. So um, I got, I was very generously gifted a large chunk of my Azog's Legion army. Uh, so thank you very much to Sophie for that. So that was my Christmas present from her, which was awesome. So I've got a fairly large chunk of that. Um, I've washed it all now and uh, started to trim and clean it up. I, I need to get a sort of a... <clears throat> A bit of a wriggle on with those because I need them for scouring in March, but I do have a week off booked in a couple of weeks and I think I'll make a serious dent in them. I need to get them all assembled and ready to go, ready for then. So I've got about 10 days or so now, uh, possibly a little bit longer to um, get them ready for painting that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll do that. You'll do that. Oh, I should do. Yeah, I keep distracted by other things though. I've got um, <laughs> my, my Gandalf that I picked up because I went, I split the White Council. Uh, box set which some people might remember i've done i may have mentioned that before yes, yes, yes. put the hat on it from the um uh gandalf the gray the, the dog order style one yeah which yep. comes with a separate hat so that's on there um and then people have been incredibly generous recently um obviously dave sorted me out with a very special bilbo um joe holzman i was talking about i think isn't it the is it lords of the pelinor or heroes of the pelinor uh box set they did um yes i think i know the one you mean yeah, there's a an Eowyn with a helmet underneath her, her yes. arm. Yes, yeah, I know the sculpt, yeah. Yes, so Joe sorted me out for one of those, which was really, really generous of him. Very and he nice. sent me a lion bar, <laughs> which was always you sounded good. a little bit more excited about the lion bar, which is probably mispla- misplaced there, really. Oh, I don't know. White lion bar in the post. <laughs> I've been on a diet, mate. The white lion in the post oh, was for- glorious. Oh, I forgot you, I forgot you were being well... Uh... Well behaved yeah. food wise at the moment. Yeah, and food food and drink wise, he says as he's he's got I've got I've got a glass so you of were on camera about half an hour ago pouring yourself a very large drink at the beginning of this. I have a it's I much have small, a, very large drink. I have a <laughs> small yeah, large exactly. Drink. So it's just it's just uh, iced tea in there. Nothing nothing to be Oh uh, sorry, it's a movie prop, I forgot. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Um, and uh, today he's had another package turn up from from uh, Mr. Abim, Damien. Uh, he's um, sent me Rosie Cotton, the four-drill one. Oh, very nice. Which is the tiniest model ever. And a, a plethora <laughs> of um, the plants that come with uh, Gaffer Gamgee. Right. And do you have a project for this? Yes, I'm going to make a little vignette of uh, Rosie stood at the, the, the door of her hobbit hole. Very nice. Just for the fun. Um, obviously, he's been appropriating many Gaffer Gamgees for the, um, uh, the the battle streams, the, the Fancy Fellowship. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's in, he's obviously got a, a, a number of stock, roses. He's got he has a no stock need of for. roses. 
<laughs> he does, and plants, funny enough. So he's he's been able to send me those, and and he sent me some uh, elves because I painted my Nordor elf, and yep. he and he, a man of Numenor, funnily enough, giving me one of my shields I sent him back. <laughs> And then he also sent me Isildur, which is really cool. Oh, I've now nice. actually seen the sculpt in uh, in, the, in the bare metal, so to speak, the flesh. And it's actually a really lovely sculpt. And oh, lovely. complete with a really nice little note, which so, uh, you know, thank you very much, Damien. It's very much appreciated. Oh. So, yeah, um, aside from that, um, I went to Seventh City last Saturday. Um, it's a independent game shop. Uh, Will Champion runs it. Uh, some of you may know Will Champion. Yep. He's um, apparently a bit good at the game, I've, I've heard. <laughs> the really lovely chap. The staff there were awesome. It's a really nice venue. Um, apart from I end up taking a large amount off the bottom of my car, leaving the car park. That that um, little hill as you leave is a lot steeper than I expected it to be. Oh, ouch. Yeah, it's all right. It just makes a wonderful noise. It's, it's built for it. But <laughs> it's, it, it's my fault for having a stupid car. It's nobody else's fault. Um, but the venue itself is cracking. I, um, they, they, they ordered in breakfast. It was a very good breakfast. I was warned about the size of these um, rolls and I possibly underestimated it. But it was, it was dead good. <laughs> um, two really, really good games against uh, Mr. Entwistle. Um, so he's a, he's a gentleman scholar. He's a really lovely bloke and obviously knows the game exceptionally well. He um, tutored this noob in ways to improve my game. And I do did genuinely come away feeling like I've um, learned some really new interesting things and gained a new appreciation for certain units. I was able to use a number of units for the first time. I used my um, Iron Hills Chariot because I took my Iron Hills and my Mordor versus his Isengard um, and Garrison of Dale. So those were really interesting matchups. The uh, chariot was an absolute beast. It pretty much ate everything. Um, went straight through all his crossbows. Really, really cool. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, really, really good game. But um, I kind of just he, he he is a far superior player to me, and, and you know that does not take anything away from him whatsoever. Um, Dane should have done better. He kind of started to blow a hole through his um sort of you know pike line and then it just it just faltered and he managed to get uh hilda onto him and they surrounded him and managed to cut him down and um saruman prevented the chariot from moving uh he um paralyzed or transfixed the um the driver on the chariot for a number of turns to stop me moving it and he, he took the win which is you know far superior gamesmanship and you know more power to him but <laughs> Yeah, I think he knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Oh yeah, and he spent a good amount of time um, sorceress blasting uh, my my banners out of the back of my units, which I think he enjoyed immensely. He, to be fair, he he was a gent because if he'd have really wanted to do it, he'd have started shooting. I mean, I, I I've I've learned a little bit. I didn't put troops in front of Dane so he couldn't shoot them into him, right? Okay. Uh, and um, then dismount Dane. So at least I've learned a bit. But he, there were a number of opportunities for him to possibly achieve it, and. He was he he for the sake of the game. He was sportsman and didn't do it, which was really nice. So it generally felt like we were both invested in the game in order to have a good game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, That's what it's about really, isn't it? Which was really really nice. And yeah, so he beat me on that one. I can't remember the scores now. Sorry, sorry, Dan. Um, but yeah, he convincingly beat me on that one. Um, although I think until Dane went down, in terms of what was on the table, I was giving him a thrashing. But he was playing the scenario, so you know that's you know points win prizes and all that. And Absolutely. then the second game, yes, 
his garrison a Dale army, which actually outnumbered my Mordor, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, but it was really good because I got to use my Witch King. Uh, it's the first time I've really ever used a magic user in Middle-earth. I learned loads of really new interesting things, and that game was actually a lot closer. Uh-huh. What, so, what was the scenario yeah. for that one? Oh, crikey. Um, there's three objectives in the middle, and the middle one's worth more than the other two. And basically, once you get uh, broken, you start rolling for the the end of the game. Neither of them were twenty five percent and out. Right. Okay. Um. And the the, the first game was uh, just one large um, objective in the middle, but really, really good fun. Um. He sort of he goes, I hope you don't see the trick. And I looked at him as if to say, well, you, you you forget who you're playing. I'm not <laughs> going to see the trick. So he was t- telling me about using uh, instill fear and things like that to get off the Witch King to clear some objectives off, and that was some. You know, really interesting new ways of thinking. I mean, there's going to be people who have played for a long time who are thinking, oh, noob, shut up, you should know this. But yeah, yeah. you know what? I'm learning, and I enjoyed it. It was really good fun. And we got to do some really cool narrative things. Um, uh, Goroth went, like, full loco and just barreled straight through the front of all of his Knights of Dale and um, Dale Warriors, just smashing the living daylights out of people with a big stick. Yeah. Um, he was great. And then right at the end of the game, um, the Witch King turned around and uh, Morgul-bladed King Brand. So that was really good as well. He just literally shanked him right at the end of the game. <laughs> and then Dan deliberately held on to his last um, point of fate and then rolled a two. Oh. So he died So he died horribly. Sounds like you really enjoyed but, him. And considering, because obviously your your learning was cut short right at the beginning um, because mm. of the pandemic. But And then we spent the last, <clears throat> what was it, best part of two years focusing and only playing narrative scenarios so it's quite mm. it's probably quite a change to kind of go and play some sort of match play type games and then obviously play against someone who's um so experienced as well which is good in some ways yeah, as well so you make you know you know that you're going to learn from the games and, and oh absolutely and, and it's, it's good yeah it's good when you have a an opponent who seems as invested in telling a story and enjoying the, the, the game yeah. for the time you're spending as much as winning it yeah and he, he was he was a total gent, and um, it was really, really good fun. It was lovely to go to a new place. I'd never been to Seventh City before. would thoroughly recommend it to anyone. It's um, just outside Nottingham. So if you're on the 52, Brian, Brian Clough Way, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. It's just um, uh, sort of to the uh, west of Nottingham. It's about 15 minutes from the centre, I'd say. Really lovely venue. Decent-sized car park. Um, they've got loads of cool stuff. To buy while we were there, there was a um, Star Wars Legion event going on. Okay, which was really cool. It was really busy. It was nice. Um, yeah, can't can't speak highly enough of it. So um, that, that was it. good I've fun. Seen it meant, I've bought stuff from them. I mail ordered when they when especially when they had lots of uh, secondhand stuff and there's on their store a few months back. I bought well, a few months, it's probably a year ago now. But I bought stuff from them, but I've not I've not been. Generally, when I head up that way, I obviously head to, head up to Warhammer World. But uh, yeah, I heard some good things about it. And it sounds like you had a really good time. Yeah, they so. had a couple of baggies full of um, Uruk High Scout Bowmen there mm-hmm. for some reason, which was quite cool. And yeah, they've got a good selection of stuff. They've got all the books in stock, that kind of thing. Well, I bought, funny really enough, good. it's a lot of Uruks that I bought from there ages ago. So what about I? you, Stu? <laughs> well, I haven't been buying Uruks, um, but that just shows how it, 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 that harks back to an old project, actually, because I spent lots of money there filling out the uh 
the um, attackers of Helm's Deep, <laughs> which we we may kind of that will be brought up later on in the in, in the podcast mm. as for a, a stalled project, so to speak. Um, so what have we been doing? I have been doing a little bit actually, um, not not in the same kind of way as you. I've not been painting any brand new SPG models, but I, but I have been. But so first off, I've been planning again. So it's flotsam and jetsam planning time. So I'm not going to go on about this for long. But um, those of you who are who are ticket holders or think you might still be ticket holders or, or hope to maybe get a ticket um start you know keep an eye out soon because there's going to be lots of information coming out from from me and from dan um probably most of it in february now because we've got um we've got the re rejigged pack to finish writing including a whole sort of redesigned um the day two um so it should, but we, we've got some good ideas and we Dan, i think it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting it's going to be different something people haven't seen before especially from day two um so i'm looking forward yep. to bringing that out and um and then we go through the rigmarole of trying to get in contact with absolutely everyone who bought a ticket back in um what year was it, Dan? Was it 2020? I think it was 2020, wasn't it? When was the first Yeah, one? it was early 2020. <laughs> it feels so bad. Yeah, because I know that as much as I've communicated every stage, there are probably still, I don't know, 10% of people who were original ticket buyers who have not, you know, I've not had any contact with apart from receiving the original list of the original events and that's that's the how so far back some of it goes so there will be some announcements there may be tickets that come available and when i know what tickets are available um they will will go on general sale and i'll give people a little bit of notice um i'm pretty sure they will hopefully will sell out again fairly quickly and you never know if everyone wants the tickets wants to return the tickets then um we'll we'll be selling them all again so anyway look out for that in the future but there's been a bit of planning going on it's gonna it's gonna be bigger than the original plan so i'm probably gonna have to build eight more tables worth of stuff between now and july um but it's nice to sort of get back to planning it again i was um <laughs> i was in my loft the other day which is just above my hobby room um and it's my overspill now from my um the hobby space and all of my all of my terrain and things are up there and i was i, I keep my stock for my um for, for people's people buy send their models to me and I, I tend to keep them up there i often get stock i've got stock up there for for um, commissions in may and june already so i put stuff out of the way otherwise my office would fill up and i found my um the boxes with all the stuff in and all the trophies and things like that and thinking oh what it should have been but um it be it will mean that when i do kind of dust everything else off it's going to be so much of it's going to be already be done which is good so it's just kind of adding to the re rejigging the second day really and then representing it all the hardest bit's going to be bashing people's heads together and uh, working out who definitely is coming and and do they know they're still coming and and and, and all of the confusion around that, including the way the ticketing is going to work because uh, that confused us just planning it, didn't it? But let alone actually um, actually doing it because people have got tickets for a one day event. That's what they've paid for, but it's now a two day event and uh, they get a discount by buying their second day if they're already a ticket holder for the one day but if they return their tickets the people who buy them the new weekend ticket pay a little bit more so it's kind of it's a bit of a headache for people to get their heads around but we will get there but other than that um people have been sending me free stuff as well dan it seems to be the um seems to be the the, the way at the moment you've been kindly given lots of stuff so back in oh, i think it was November time actually might have been even a bit earlier um i think it might have been linked to i mentioned it on my miniature realms channel as well as on here but uh so first of all jeremy 
um, from the Green Dragon podcast got in contact and said, um, you know, you keep going on about Battle of Five Armies, so the, the old Warmaster-based rules um, game. Um, I think, when did that come out? 2004, 2005, I think. Um, um, I've got a set you can have if you want, basically. And I was like, okay, and what, it, what do you want for it? And it was, a, no, it's a, a gift. It's not the full box. It's no terrain. There's no box for it, but it's a, essentially the rules and... Uh, a full set of miniatures, um, if you want them, because I know it's really hard to get a hold of them. I think the retail value of them, or I say retail, the, the the eBay value of them of a new box set of complete is about three hundred pounds, which is just ridiculous. Um, so of course I said yes, um, paid the postage, um, and then they arrived. I think in December, early December. Um, well, they were on their way. I knew they were on the way. They'd been shipped, and then. I'd mentioned it on a, um, as I was a guest, I think, on someone's um, uh, podcast on YouTube for Miniature Realms, not for Out of the Frying Pan. Um, and I'd mentioned it on a hobby diary I do on the on my YouTube channel. And uh, one of my one of my subscribers, um, um, Gary, um, sent me a message, just sent me an email saying, "I've um, I've got some Battle of Five Army stuff. <laughs> um, would you like some?" And I was like. Well, you know, you, you know how much it's worth. It's worth this much money. Um, but someone's already offered me some, but um, you know, if you want me to help you sell them, etc. He said, "No, no, no. Well, I've got two full sets. Um, I'm just going to throw them in the bin. So, do you want them?" So I really, you know, I sent him email links and things, while explaining to him how much they are on eBay. You could you definitely make yourself a couple of hundred quid doing this, selling these. He said, no, no, I'm going to bin them. Do you want them? Okay. <laughs> so, um, so he sent these to me, and they arrived before stuff from from jeremy actually and there was um uh, again not 100 percent complete so no no kind of hills and things like that um, um but there's uh two more rule books and i think it's the one full set of miniatures and then nearly a second full set of miniatures minus some heroes and things like that so then i was sitting on the best part of three boxes of battle five armies worth of miniatures um and I, I, i'm not keeping all of this as much as it'd be nice feel too guilty i've not paid a penny for any of it i've paid postage for one from from australia and that's it so um i spoke to i've spoken to jeremy about it and said what you know what what can i do with the set you've sent me um we're going to do a bit of a competition i'm not going to announce that today um because we need to um come up with a few details but it might be joint with the green dragon it might just be done through here and my youtube channel but we're gonna there's going to be a competition to win one set of rules and you know and and the most of the miniatures from the set so whatever jeremy sent me i think it's a i think it's all the miniatures i think he might be whistling one half a strip or something like that when i counted it up it's pretty much complete so worth a lot of money that in terms of ebay value but i want it to go to someone who really really wants it so i need to come up with a an interesting competition it's not just a kind of a a like this kind of draw it out of hat kind of thing um probably to do with writing a scenario so that whoever does win it has uh really put some effort into it um i don't want someone to win it and it's theirs they can do what they want with it but i don't want someone to just be able to win it and don't want it stick on ebay profit by a couple of hundred quid and then uh and be done sort of thing so i want someone that's actually really going to want it but anyway so i was left with still the, the set and half and i sent some to you didn't i dan so you've you did you've indeed. got the the kind of the most incomplete set so to speak you're missing some of the characters and stuff but you've got nearly um a full set as well so um so one of my plans this year is definitely going to be doing something with that but i've been um been organizing it really and working out uh, 
what to do with that. So at some point, um, I've been painting a lot of 10 mil and 15 mil models this year for other things, but at some point I'm going to be start painting those and I'm going to make you paint your half as well so we can have a have a, have a bit of a game of it. And we'll, we, we can, I suppose we could do a 17-year-on um, review <laughs> of, of yes. the set in our own way. In the way we do our little kind of rundown shows and reviews, we could probably get together, play a game of it, and and do a r- little review with the whole thing, which I thought would be a little bit of fun. So hopefully that interests some of you guys as listeners. I know it's not SBG, so to speak, but it's uh, it's Middle Earth, and it's from, it's from Games Workshop. Um but I've got some other plans for it as well. Um, but we'll come back to that later on in the show when we um, when we talk about our plans for for, for twenty twenty two. But so yeah, that's what I've been up to. So I've not been doing loads of SBG hobbying, so to speak. Um, but um, yeah, I have yeah been playing around lots of very cool ten mil uh, Middle Earth miniatures. Um, and yeah, look out soon for the the little competition. Okay. So anyway, Dan, I think. We're probably at a point where we can take a little break and come back and uh, go through our hobby bingo of, of 2021 and our plans for 2022. The hour grows late and bland of grey plastic comes seeking my counsel. You are sure of this bland elf? Yes, the event is fully painted. It was in the event pack under my nose the whole time. Yet you did not have the wit to see it. Your love for the Facebook group has slowed your mind. We must join him, Blandalf. The commission painter. We must be fully painted. When did Surly Man the White give in to madness? But I am now Surly Man of many colours. Miniature Realm Studio is a commission painting service. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Or contact us directly at miniaturerealmstudio at gmail.com. You have elected the way of paint. Uh, we're back with the Council of Elrond. And the, uh, the we could get to celebrate our goals and our shames um, in Hobby Bingo 2021. I think um, everyone can guess who the uh, where the sh- most of the shame will lie and where, where most of the uh, the the pride will lie as well. Um, so I th- we'll go through, we, we'll try not to make this into, I think when we first did this, we really enjoyed it, but we made it a bit of an epic. So we'll probably try to whiz through fairly quickly, but um, we're going to go through each of the, um, the squares um, on the Hobby Bingo and talk about what we've done and whether we've... Um, what we've earned our points and things for so um dan do you, do you want to kick us off if we start in the top left hand corner and then sort of go across as if we're reading so from left to right um so the first yeah. box is paint a monster or a siege engine isn't it yes it is and for that i claimed my mordor troll chieftain nice nice um so i'm having to scratch my head and remember and i did i have ticked this off and i'm pretty sure the monster's going to be my troll from the uh the moria goblin army that i did kind of right back at the beginning of, of last year and i'll prep for um balanced tomb scenario um, yeah, so the next bad. next one is start a new army <laughs> yeah eyes and god with my uh Uruk scouts you probably ticked that about from, hundred times over couldn't you um, yeah probably six seven times i think last year <laughs> um well I, again goblin moria goblin army started that um so that's a, that was an easy tick it was a good start to the it was a good start to the year in terms of hobby bingo i was quite confident at the beginning of the year um the next one is paint a model and incorporate a technique you haven't mastered 
Um, Sorry, I used contrast for the first time. Fantastic. Yep. Okay. That's a good point, actually. Um, I've ticked that, and uh, probably for the same reasons. I always find that hard to to, to kind of... Because I'm finding... I haven't mastered it. This is not some cheesy kind of thing to say. We're both relatively decent painters aren't we to be fair um with that that's, just, that's just probably about as um we're both we like to you know not big up our stuff too much but we, it would be a bit silly for us to proclaim that we're novices so to speak so we've tried an awful lot of techniques and it does become a little bit harder to think well have i tried something new but um and um, i definitely haven't mastered anything i've ever done anyway so but yeah i think um i've learned a lot about contrast this year as well in the way that i use it um and and it's, I think I rarely use a painter model now when I've not used some. Um, and that's still few and far between for me, but I was still getting there. Yeah, I, it's just become because I find it um, goes on very easily. Some colours do anyway. Um, that I do use it for, for, for base coating because I pr- Zenithal prime nearly everything I paint. There's generally something on a model that will take a base coat in contrast and then i you know, highlight it the same way as i would any other paint and you wouldn't know it was ever contrast on there a lot of times um so i'm using it in that sense or i do what turning it into a wash or a glaze or something because you've got such a wide range of color there um you can make washes um easier the, in, in it pretty much any color you want it um and and again the same with glazes so that's that tends to be how i use them especially for 28 mil models anyway um so the next box is build and paint a new model for one of your armies so uh dane king under the mountain nice for that. i've not i've not got that at all i don't think um unless i've forgotten something i had a little scroll through the other day but uh I um, don't think I added to any of my existing armies. I may be wrong, but I don't think I have. Well, it seemed like the ideal one for me because it enables me to use an existing army a completely different way, so it seemed perfect. Yes, I like those kind of things, and I've had the opportunity to do that. I could have done that with with well with Dane as well. That would have been the um, would have been an easy one, but no, no, I didn't. Um, and then paint a new version of a model you already own. You've probably done Brand that about five out. times over. Yeah, you've you've done that with a few others as well, haven't you? How many? Uh, you've painted I a, think I painted a couple, a couple, couple of Bilbo's? Gandalfs last year. A couple of Gandalfs. Uh, as well. uh, yes, I did paint two Bilbo's last year. I painted the one from the Champions of Erebor, and then the one where he's vaulting the tree root. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, and I've ticked that, and I'm trying to remember now why. And I've not ticked that recently. Um, I've ticked that. I tend to tick them as I go. And I'm looking at my cabinet now and trying to remember what it was. What did I paint of a new model that I already own? I don't know. I might have to come back to that one and uh, try and remember what it was. I'm pretty confident that everything I've ticked off I would have done because I wouldn't just make it up because there's enough gaps on here. Um, but I'll try and remember what that is. We'll come back to that a bit later. Um, and then the next one is make a display board for one of your armies. Yes, uh, I did two display boards for the Battle Streams meetup. I did for my uh, Erebor Reclaimed and my uh, Baradur. No, well, it says one, I'm afraid, so you you've um, you don't get that mark. 
um, I, I haven't done that, and that was always going to be a bit of a challenge. Um, we, unless I did my throne, I think at the beginning of the year, I was quite confident that, uh, well, I was say quite confident, I was very hopeful that Throne of Skulls would go ahead and I'd be going to it. Obviously, a version of it did go ahead, um, but I, you know, I'd, by that point, I would decided I wasn't going to go no matter what. So um, as soon as that plan fell aside, um, I didn't didn't have another one as a backup really because I wasn't working on any other particular army that I was planning up a board for so that that was it really um the next box then is paint an orc an uruk high and a goblin uh which I did um obviously the mortal orcs are painted I painted lurts mm -hmm. uh, for that one uh and uh, I was gifted an, a few uh moria goblins by uh Nathan, I believe, sent me those. You were, weren't you? I, yeah, Mr. Talbot sent me those. I've not ticked it. Um, I did it, but um, only the Goblin was from my own collection. I'm not, and my ticks on this aren't don't include work. I've done it if I included work. Um, but no, um, not for myself. So only the Goblins from the Moria army. And the next one is Watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Easy. I think I've done that within the first couple of weeks of January. Yep, I, I think I watched them twice actually. I watched them again recently as I finally got round to. Um, still haven't picked up the the 4K versions, but I remember when they first came out on the iPad, watching them in my youngest's room in the many nights that I spend in there when he doesn't go to sleep. Um, and then recently, over sort of over December, um, I download finally got around to downloading the Apple app onto my PlayStation Five, and um, because that's 4K um, streaming. Um, I was like, well, as, as close to 4K as you can get when you're streaming like that through a device, but you get the idea. I watched them for the first time on my big 65-inch uh, <laughs> TV. It's very cool. So God knows what they'll look like when I actually get the full um, non-streaming versions on DVD. Um, but, um, yeah, it was very cool. I, I wasn't planning on watching it, but I downloaded the, the app, signed in. And because I own, I think I was talking about the last show, because I own them on um, Apple, I thought, well, I'll just, just one way to test whether it works. I watched a bit of Lord of the Rings and uh, ended up watching the whole thing. And then over the next couple of days, I ended up watching the rest. Um, so next box, recreate your favourite scene from the movies with a narrative scenario. So uh, we played Ambush at Amon Hen at CrackCon. We did, didn't we? So I've, I've ticked that. And um, I'll tell you why, because we talked about, we've talked about this a little bit before, about this appears on every year and it's we'll come to when we look at 22s it, it's, it's on 2022's list again as well and it was that kind of well what is my favorite scene i think my favorite scene's helm's deep but i'm not going to play helm's deep every single year so I, I kind of took a little bit of an artistic license and thought well i'll i'll, I'll pick my favorite scene from a film as long as it's from one of the films and uh so the the balance two one for me and it was my favorite scene at least battle scene anyway in uh in the fellowship so i thought we put a lot of effort into that and building the army and building the board and things for it and painting the fellowship for it i thought don't feel too guilty at um ticking that one um so the next one convert a model to look different to how it started a head swap for example um i'm sure you've done that uh, I did. Um, the Gundabad captain that I did, that I swapped his um, sword for a spear, which ended up more like a pike, but it was, yes. Nice, nice. Now, I haven't done that. I thought I had, but um, I started that Moria army just before Christmas 
in sort of in 2020, I believe, Christmas 2020. So I finished while I finished the the army in the new year, I believe. I did that. That I I got that. I think I got boxes for it last year. If that makes sense for for one of the captains for the Moya Goblin captains. So and I like he was my entry into that painting competition. So I think I got like three boxes with him last year so i thought i'd done it for a minute i thought no and i can't think that i've done it with anything else so no tick for me another fail um next one <laughs> paint a model for an army you don't currently play Elgamar. yep very nice um again i don't think the models i think again i think they were 2020 models i had a little flick through i again if i included work plenty because i did about three um, Middle Earth Commissions last year. Um, but um, no, I have ticked it. So what was it? I'm just ruining me telling myself I haven't done it. So what did I do? It could be Saruman, I think. Um, Saruman was was last year, wasn't it, Dan? I believe so, yes. I'm pretty sure. Because there was a, a lot of stuff from Quest that kind of started at the end of the year before. And we had a big kind of push on. I painted loads and loads of stuff. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's Saruman. But um, again, this has been pinned on my notice board for a while. So I have ticked it. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, so build and paint a scenery kit. A Rohan house. Nice. Um, again, I built and painted the... It wasn't a GW scenery kit, but if we're going to include scratch building, which would be a little bit tough. If not, I suppose it had some some stuff in. I did balance too, so well, I think that counts. Um and then that brings us to that bit old middle box where it says all models um, in your armies should be based automatically. And you and I, well, yeah, absolutely. We don't, model's not finished till it's based, is it? Um, and then I'll let you take the, uh, you can read out the, the second half of the uh, the boxes. Oh, bless him. He's getting tired. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm old. We're getting there. I was, 44, uh, I was 44 this month, mate. I'm getting old. Oh, bless <laughs> you. Uh, um, play a game using an army you've never used before. Um, I did. I'm trying to think what it was. Um, oh, I suppose we both, um, when we played Ammon Hen, I've never used um, Isengard. So we switched switched that around. So um, And the, f- oh no, we used the Fellowship before. So Ammon Hen, I've ticked it. So I'm pretty sure that that's what I ticked it for. <laughs> um, oh, we did loads of narrative games there, didn't we? As well. yeah. so, that'd have been, so we probably did it. Both of us probably did I've, it ten times over. Yeah, I, I played a game with uh, Sophie at uh, Warhammer World. He's my model for that was the first time I used right, those. Yeah. So I claim, that's what I claimed it for. Uh, the next one is Watch the Hobbit trilogy. Easy. Yep. Yeah, watched it once. I've not watched that twice over. Like with uh... I actually watched that maybe three or four times over last year. But love the Hobbit trilogy. Yeah, love your, it. Your happy place, isn't it? Watching that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then next one, read The Hobbit or any book from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yep, all of it. Yep, me too. If we can include listen, um, I think they've updated. Well, they definitely can this year. Yeah, they've updated the the, the wording of it, but yeah, again, there's there's, there's no FAQ for this. It's it's, it's kind of flexible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I listened to it all through, and um, I read The Hobbit, and I think I got to almost the end of Two Towers for the end of last year, so. I'm trying to remember yeah. whether it was this or well, last calendar year, so to speak, that I read The Hobbit to Jacob or whether that was the year before. I think it might have been the year before. But either way, I've I've listened to them all. Um, 
or because of the, the Andy Circus versions. I, I, I think I'll listen to the, the normal ones as well. I can't remember. Definitely listen to the Andy Circus versions. I haven't listened to those yet, but I have listened to the um, Phil Dragash ones. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Enter a model you've painted this year into a painting competition. Nope. See, um, Steve over at uh, Top Table ran a couple of competitions last year, and one of the themes was metallics, so I entered my Thorin oh, uh, Three Stone Helm. You did, absolutely. I feel like you've done another as well. I, uh, Delgamar was for that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I knew there was at least one more. Uh, so the next one, Start a Battle Company? Nope. I always thought this is a little bit disingenuous because you can paint one model and claim it's a start. Yeah. Well, well, I, I think it's finished one. Again, it's one of those things, isn't it? I, mm. I, I, paint a starting battle company might be a better way. I. It's it's still a game that I, something that I'm not connecting with. And I love the idea of it, but then the excitement goes it when it comes to doing it. Far more regular play than I think either of us can facilitate at the moment. Yeah. I just, I still, I want to see, a, I want to see another edition of it where it's focused on smaller tables when it's it's designed as a two by two game and uh, a bit like Kill Team. Yeah, maybe, maybe that could, or maybe a couple of different game modes to do that, so you can do the kind of the full on, um, like it is now when you're building your, your your party, but then you could also do one where it is, yeah, like a Kill Team, um, and maybe. Trying to design it to be multi-level and things, so you've kind of it's almost necromunda-ish. Or, yeah, but yeah, but the idea is, yeah, you can kind of. I just think it's designed to work brilliantly doing a campaign, and campaigns are hard to maintain, aren't they? That's the problem. Whereas, incredibly it'd be brilliant if it was a there was a different version of it. There was a pickup, and if you could condense all because of the small amount of models, just condense all those scenarios down to a two by two and really make it that kind of coffee table game. Um, but. Um, that's there's nothing stopping me us doing that with it either. By the way, you don't need games workshops or other rules to tell you to do things like that. I get that, but um, it's um, there's something there that makes me think. Oh, I really love the idea of this, but then never. There's all. I think it's. I think it's the the feel that it needs to be a campaign thing. Whereas if there was yeah. a way of kind of choosing a points match thing to do a real fun kind of um, yeah, like a, a pick me up style game, um, that would be good. It'd be really fun. But anyway. Yeah. Especially given Middle Earth plays so well at small points values anyway. It does. Yeah, yeah. I painted um, Easterlings for that. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I, it was one of those. I prob- I, th- I think when it got to halfway through the year and I thought, you know what, I'm probably not going to do all of these. I thought, I'll just be honest. I'm, if I was, if I'd done every other box and there was time, I'd have, I'd have started one deliberately to do the box, but I wasn't, as I say, I wasn't sort of super engaged in, in doing that just for the, for the sake of it. I think the only the, the driver, and if if it's on next year's, I'm not sure it is. If it's on next year's, the the driver for it will be to do something uh, about a company that's small to to take on the one I did the year before, um, and then to, to in in order to maybe use it as a way to teach Jacob to play the game, sort of thing, teach him the mechanics. That would be my goal to do it. But you're right now, we'll see. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So. Um Next one is finish a model that has been in your to-do pile for over a year. <laughs> um, I haven't ticked it, and um, I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't want to just make it up. I'm trying to think when the last models I did, um, how long they'd been officially. I mean, it, it, they were models I already owned. So technically, are they all in my to-do pile? Um, 
I'm not sure they are until I've kind of planned a project with them. There's a lot of models I've got that I've kind of hoarded as a, I want these one day, but they're not really kind of set projects. So for me, my to-do pile are the the things I've got out in my um, project boxes on, that are on the wall behind my desk. So my half-finished Azog's army, my half, my my leftover unit of um, Iron Hills to finish that army. That for me, that's my to-do pile. The the fully built Defenders of Helm's Deep army that hasn't got any paint on it. That's that's my to-do, my official to-do pile. The armies I've got locked away in boxes as future armies. I think that would be easy to say that everything I own is on my to-do pile, but I think that's a stretch, really. But So I haven't ticked it. Yeah, I, I fun enough I did. Um, shortly before I uh, raffled off the elves, I had a Galadrim captain that I've been kicking around for a year. Nice. Painted him up. Nice, nice. Yes, I've got lots of things that are kicking around, but I just decided they're not, unless I planned a project for it and I've started work on it or it's in a blister sitting there because I want me to add it to a a, a current project. I thought I'm not going to include the stuff that's kind of in my storage boxes because I could just tick that every year easily. Um, Yeah, I've got my uh, troll for that for this year. My, um, I got my uh, Gundabar one last Christmas. Yeah, all right. That's going to be should be ridiculously easy for me. Um, if I all I got to do is just paint anything I already own <laughs> for, for next year. If that if that's on if that's a box for twenty twenty two, I think um, should be pretty easy. So, what's the next one? Uh, play a game against an opponent you've never faced before, which is yes, easy. Yeah, yeah. We well, we 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 had technically faced each other, but um, hadn't we? Uh, on, online, but we we did that in mm. person, and then we both played people um, at um, the plastic crack, as, um, and then you've met up with people and played lots of stuff since as well. So you've yeah, done loads of I times. mean, I picked Matt Davies of uh, Generation Ship Fame for that because obviously that's what you're going to do. You're going to pick Matt. Always <laughs> pick Matt. That was at the B side meetup. But yeah, I played Steve and Damien. I played. Um, uh, obviously the um, the guys from the sort of the plastic crack guys, um, although you played them more than 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 I did, really. And they generally played each other, but uh, but I've played loads of different people, which has been great. So what you're what I hear there is that you will only play uh, Middle Earth celebrities. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, That's, you just started something there. Thanks very much for that. <laughs> Yes, people, just remember what I've just said there. If you like to wind down up with that, that would be uh, it would be much more. Yeah, longer. Nathan will be typing something already. Um, so next one, uh, finish a good army of at least 600 points. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I think that's where I started to fail. I started the year so well, and it was like, right, now I'm looking at a good army. And uh, yeah, I'm, I was distracted by a few other things, among, among other things. Well, um, I managed to do uh, Champions Variable. For that one, I actually painted far more evil than I did good last year. Actually, you certainly did, but that's that's quite fitting, isn't it? Really. <laughs> well, I suppose so. Yeah, certainly. Um, but um, it's been oh, it's been a good year for it. Really, the old evil stuff. Uh, we got uh, the uh, legendary legions from fallen necromancer and all sorts of stuff. So it's been good. It's been an evil year. It fitted the mood. It fitted the mood. Yeah, on reflection, 2021 was still better than 2022. Oh, sorry, 2020. Let's, let's hope that's not prophecy. Um, <laughs> yeah, still better than 2020. 
So next up, uh, create cool scenic bases for one of your armies. Right then. Well, I always do my own, um, and I like to think that they're scenic. I don't just sort of sand and um, dry brush and or just add a little bit of flock. I always build them up to a certain point. Um, they're never, not always the most complicated, but I always make scenic bases, so to speak. So that that gets a tick pretty much automatically for me. Um, you've built some of your own bases, haven't you, or have you done all? Um, uh, most of my stuff's on GenShift, but I did uh, design and print uh, the bases from a fantasy fellowship. So I'm ticking that one. Absolutely. Because it's because uh, it's a fellowship, it's still an army, I think. If I don't think I would have claimed it for a battle company, but fantasy fellowship, I'm claiming that. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can play a campaign with it, it's an army. I think so, you yeah. should, would have included it. I, I've just had a look at 2022s and um, they've got Battle that again. Companies in are included same. specifically. Yeah, yeah, so I think they've kind of clarified some of it. I would have included that for me, that makes sense. But yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yep, so then the next one after that is paint a man, a dwarf, an elf and a hobbit. Mm. And what are they doing in the Riddermark? <laughs> um, I, did a, I did a hobbit. Um but um, I didn't do any of the others unless, what have I done? I've done a couple for work. Um, I don't think I'd have done them all, even if it was work. I've definitely done man. Um, I don't think dwarf, but I definitely did a hobbit. Um, but yeah, so that's a no for me. Uh, I managed it because, um, well, I mean, I managed it over a couple of different projects, but I ticked those ones off for the models I did for my fantasy fellowship, uh, Bard, Keeley, Bilbo and Tariel. Yeah, well, it's only going to be, it's more, most likely going to be different projects, isn't it, really? Unless it's going to be a fantasy fellowship or the fellowship. Hmm. Very few army occurrences where you're going to tick all four races and it'd be one standard army, I suppose. But um, yeah, I, again, it was one of those I thought that I would, with the stuff I had planned for the year, I suppose, I thought like that most of them would happen. I suppose I had planned the whole Helm's Deep thing, really. So I would have, I'd have tick, would have ticked the other boxes. Um, but no, alas. Um, next one. So, uh, buy a model and paint it within forty-eight hours of receiving it. <laughs> no chance, no chance. I didn't actually buy that much this year either. Um, I bought a few things, but nowhere near as much as I did the year before. I was still sitting all the stuff I already had. Yeah, uh, I managed it a few times actually, but uh, the one I claimed for was Guritz. Right, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, not at all. I think I don't think even think even all the commission stuff and some of them did arrive a little bit later as well but i don't think any of them are quite got that close so yeah definitely no and then the final one yes finish an evil army of at least 600 points so i did funnily enough that would be the uh the moria goblins uh i managed mordor that's what i claim that for did you do a second evil army i can't know you probably did didn't you um uh, I don't know. No, no, because um, the Isengard didn't get to six hundred. Right. Okay. I knew you'd done quite a lot, but I don't know whether you'd got that far or not. No. Um. Most of the way there, but uh, no. So your so, your um, total must be huge. Mine's only fifteen, which is a twenty-five. I've got the full set, full stack. So yeah, mine was mine was a, a quite a chunk, was quite a sizable decrease on last year. And I honestly thought, I think when we if we I haven't take, I should have go back and listen to this corresponding show from last year. But I think I was, I think I remember saying that I was pretty confident that I would do it this year, <laughs> based on you know barring maybe something like the battle companies and things like that. But um, 
yeah, I suppose in many ways the year didn't plan out quite the way we expected. Um, I think for me, if I was going to make any excuses, it would be coronavirus with in terms of the events and the things that I was thinking I was going to do didn't happen. So it took away some of my kind of requirement to do them. Um, so every when, when I had a project, when we definitely needed to do something for it was it was always done. But um, and then I was obviously um, my blindsided by some other games and things and, and and stuff, especially in the last quarter of of, of last year. But uh, yeah, I was I'm surprised at the beginning of the year if I, if I someone said you'd only do fifteen, I'd be like, well, I know I'll do loads more than that. So. Um, um, so yeah, I'm in that way. I'm not surprised that's how much happened because I know I know I saw the way my year went. But at the beginning of the year, I would have thought I'd have done more. To be honest with you, um, and um, well, we'll talk about our plans for the for the year after that. But I'm not going to promise to do an awful lot more. Actually, we'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, so yeah, but you, you, did you expect to get all twenty five? No, I, I didn't actually. Oh, I thought you would. No problem. I, think you were I thought I was going to have more of a life. <laughs> but I think you would have fitted that in, wouldn't you? Um, possibly I don't know it's been it's been a funny year um, I, I guess I kind of hoped that I would be busy enough that it might put it into question yeah yeah I think it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> yeah well I think I, I think I didn't adjust the plan so to speak so my plan again when I decided and obviously a, a event went ahead and when Frozen Scrolls weekend was so I could have you know, tried to get a ticket to that and and gone. Um, but I think once I had made a decision that it wasn't going to be the full event and I was going to leave it anyway, partly partly because of that, but most you know, good chunk as well, just because it didn't work with my family life and things. Once I decided it wasn't going to happen, once I told the wife, "Oh, Throne of Skulls isn't happening," you can do something without weekend, and and we kind of took it out of the calendar. Yeah, that was it. As soon as I decided that, and it was probably come October time at that point, I was decided that yeah, there's no way that's going to go ahead, or it won't be the same flavour if it if it is. So uh, that was my good army planned, and I didn't. And there were so many things I could have done. To to, I've got the um, breaking of the fellowship, my own version of it, which some of the models correspond with my. Uh, um, Defenders of Helm's Deep as well. We talked about that on the show. So I could have things I could have easily done, I, but I think because of my initial initial plans for certain things that would have ticked a number of boxes didn't happen. Um, I didn't really replace them with anything. Um, so I think I allowed some of the things I was motivated for back in January last year. Um, as they didn't happen, I kind of didn't really replace them, and I kind of got a bit complacent, really. I suppose with the the whole thing, really thinking, well, yeah. And then you know, obviously, as many people know, I, my YouTube channel took off quite well, um, and I've been doing lots of stuff for that as well. So it's and it, that meant stuff that wasn't SPG related as well. So that's that's taken out taken a lot of my time up in the last last few months, and um, it's been worth it for what it's done for the channel, and obviously my it's linked to my business a little bit, I suppose as well. It's brought me some money in, so so that kind of boring side of things um, has meant some of my hobby time was taken up. So there's even more excuse then not to fill those gaps um, with other things just to get a, a a hobby bingo box. And I think that's the difference between that and the previous year. Where I was doing, looking at the end of the year because I was a lot closer to finishing it. I was looking for reasons to, right, I really want to get that box. But because I was think I was so far off on quite a few things, I was like, well, just, yeah, I'm not going to not gonna worry too much, so to speak, which is a shame. 
Um, um, and many of the goals for it might well be, may well be the goals for for this coming year as well. But we'll I'm, I'm going to do a plan and then I'm going to see whether how that fits into it. Um, the hobby bingo is is going to be a fun thing, but I'm not going to try and hold myself to it because that would be a bit too much. But anyway, um, I suppose before we before we talk about our our plan, how do we want to do it? Let's let's do you, with before we talk about our plans. Off the top of your head, how many of the boxes do you think you're going to do for next year's without reading them all out? What's your you think? I'm going to go for a full twenty-five again. I've set a precedent now. Uh huh. I. What do I think? What do I think? My cat is as well. One of my cats is 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 being quite aggressive in her want for attention, which means attacking my arm. Ow. Um, so uh, I. <laughs> you know what it's like, Dan. You know what it's like. Um, I. I think there's a lot of flotsam and jetsam stuff going to be going to be taking up my time in the first half of the year. Um, so I think it's going to be a challenge to do all 25, and I think 20 would be a good result if I'm honest with you. Um, but that, yeah, I'll take I mean, 20. But I'll I'm not corresponding that with my goals either yet. Um, and it'll be quite interesting that once I once we talk about our goals, I might go back and look at it and work out if I do all my goals, how many will that tick, and then how many does that leave me on top of that as well? And, and, and some of those things will just become nice to do's. For an example, paint a model with a spirit keyword. I'm not sure that's going to naturally fall in with any of my hobby goals next year. So, and then that comes down to will I have the time just to paint a model for the fun of it? And and I think that fell away this year for me for, for, for any number of reasons um and that i had the year before so i think that's one of the biggest biggest things i was painting stuff and all enjoyed all the painting idea but i was painting stuff for projects rather than that kind of well oh, i just want to paint this model um and I, I seem to struggle with that kind of time but anyway let's um let's look at um our plans for 2022 so what you what are you planning on doing have you, have you got a plan for the year of what projects you're going to do i know you've got events and stuff coming up so what's your what's your plans yeah i've got a few things i i kind of have to do he mm-hmm. says um obviously i've got Mazox legion i need to get at least 800 points worth painted for scouring in march yeah um Yep, yep. So that's a big plan. Um, I want to finish off my Vanquishers, which means painting Radagast on Slay, which means I might as well do the Radagast on Eagle that I've got all the parts for. So there's a possibility I might do Radagast Alliance this year. That would be nice. Because a couple more Eagles, Guar here, and then Bjorn. That's another it's army. A, it's a lovely set. I mean, I did a button here slightly, but I, I did it for work this year. Um, or sorry, last year, stuck in the review mode. I did it for work last year, um, and I've just been sent um, by the same client, um, Guar here, to do to add to it as well. So I'm excited to do it. But again, it's painted for someone else. But having done them, it's there's such as a low model count, but also they're all beautiful character models. It's a really nice kind of project that if you haven't got lots of time to do, but you want to have a completed army that's playable, but they're also all beautiful models. They are great for that kind of thing, so I think you'll. I can see you doing that, and it's suiting you perfectly. Yeah, definitely. So they'll get done at some point. Um, my Thorin's company will definitely get done. Yeah. So I'll nail out um six hundred points of good, six hundred points of evil. No worries this year. Um. Then, so then that will get be a sort of smattering of the others. I've already, I've already nailed out some of them. Um. 
Lord of the Rings and Hobbit trilogies, they're already done. Yeah. Um, read or listen to The Hobbit or any of the book from Lord of the Rings, that's already done. I've done the... Um, uh, I've painted the evil path of fortitude. I've done valor, um, and um, yeah, I've done valor. Uh, then legend. I'm painting one now. Got Gandalf on the block, so he's 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 a hero of legend. Yeah. So quite a few of them will get done pretty quickly. I'd imagine. And just looking at sort of the the, the hobby bingo now and seeing yeah. what I must possibly aim for. Yeah, spirit's going to be an interesting one. I don't know how I'm going to do spirit. I imagine you'll just buy on a particular model to yeah to paint. Yeah, <laughs> have some fun with it. I just um, don't know what. Um, it depends if they MTO some interesting stuff. If they did the the barrows, uh-huh. I might pick that set up. Um, I'm really tempted to pick up um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Weathertop. Yes. Take a Weathertop set. They're going to MTO. Um, because I really like the Aragorn, and I don't own any wraiths, normal wraiths. Right. Yeah. I've only got the um the Dog or Door ones. So. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. They're... Yeah. I forgot. I bought all mine last last year and things. And yeah, that would be a love. They're a lovely set. That was one of the first sets I ever had. Actually, that um, we talked about it, didn't we, in the sort of previous shows and things about starting yeah. in the hobby and me buying, um buying the, the starter sets and I can remember wanting Aragorn um, or wanting any, you know, the whole fellowship really. And I remember the fellowship box wasn't available in the store at the time mm. um, and buying the Weathertop set because it had Aragorn on it and it obviously had the four hobbits and it had the, I wanted the fellowship set, but that was the best that was there at the time. And so I ended up buying that as a kind of a second best. Um, and um, yeah, it's, uh, I can't I think I've ever painted any of it to be honest with you. That's probably something else that went in the bin. Terrible. Fucking, but yeah, nice, nice set. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of those, and there'll be a display board at some point for at least one of my armies. You know, things will get covered. Cavalry model won't be too difficult. I've I've got um, the Knight of Umbar kicking around. He needs doing, so he'll cover that no problem. Yeah, if I can put up with the fact he'll put one single model that's metal <laughs> into my largely my my huge plastic and resin model army, it's still really upsetting me. I thought he was resin, but if that, if that set, it's uh, caramel. What was uh, the, the resin one? That's an arse, it really is. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in there that I'll easily get done, but the, the big projects for this year are definitely um, Azog's Legion, my Thorin's company, and then sort of tidying up the last bits for my uh, uh, dog or do stuff. I need some Castellans, that's another good point. Yeah, yeah. well, I think that's going to take you through till half the year, max. Oh yeah, I mean, painted the champions of Erebor in about ten days, so I reckon it'll take me about a month to paint Thorin's company, and then I'm probably looking about two months for Azog's Legion. What I might do, I've got a plan, is if I send you both my kids and my dog for a month, then I might have as much time in the evenings as you've got to paint models. Is that what do you reckon? Just a month out of twelve. <laughs> I would teach them all the things you'd hate me for. <laughs> Literally, I would get that. I would get them to get super, like to the point where only the dog could hear them. They were that noisy. <laughs> you haven't been around them. They can do quite well by themselves. Oh, um, but then working with it from, from an easy point, then aren't I? Yeah, I deliver a film full of so much sugar and then send them back. 
Oh dearie me! But um, thus is the uh, the benefit of being uh, you know without without having kids and stuff. It means you can uh, give them loads of noisy toys. So every every time uh, Janine's mate's uh, kid has a birthday, I pick the noisiest toy I can possibly pick for them, and I always buy batteries, <laughs> the multi packs. Nice. I make some happy to be honest with you. I'm a, exactly. I don't, I don't mind my kids being a bit a bit noisy at times. They do get shouted at sometimes. But but joking aside, yeah, it's um that that's a bit of an excuse. I do have plenty of hobby time. Um, I um to do stuff. I just have lots to do. So it just carries muskets. Uh, well, <laughs> recently, recently, um, it's uh, well, we know why I'm doing that because it's uh, cause partly because I want to, and the other side is. Uh, I don't want to be given some review stock from a company and then um, say, well, I'm going to do some middle stuff first. So I knew it was going to be a well, bit of a bit of a trade off, but that will settle down again now. Cause you've, it's released. you've got to feed your passions, mate. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm definitely not going to definitely going to, um, that's why, well, when I come onto my, my list, it's, um, I'm being reasonable with it. Surely um, smells well. at the top of that. Yes. Yeah. Very close. Again, something that needs finishing and I've done half. So it's, uh, I've done the base. Than the base. That's, there we go. I've just remembered. I've just remembered how I got my um, Hobbit from the painting. How was Bilbo on the base? I did Bilbo on the base. How was it? Dear me. Um, you know, slightly, you, you wait. Someone out there who's waiting for you to do the next step of this smell thing because they're painting <laughs> along with you and they're secretly just sat there looking at it forlornly on their desk. I don't think so. Looking at the amount of views that gets compared to others on both the channels as well because we put it out on both and we it was like a couple of hundred views on that and we were talking about earlier i've just reviewed some 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 little men with muskets and i've got seven thousand views on that in a in five days so there's people you need aren't interested in my smog unfortunately so um, um <laughs> yeah painting this smog taught me the ways that games workshops failing nice big clickbait one oh, you can no, put a baseball cap on sideways you just made me think of that awful channel that i keep keeps popping up in my feed with the oh Irish the girl woman. yeah yes um yeah. she's she's a plague and a um a nasty word upon the hobby <laughs> yeah well it's um people are entitled Shots to their own fired, people. And put what content out they want but um the, the, uh, the base of a, a, a channel's premise on negativity is um well it's making her money isn't it because she's got enough subscribers and clicks on it so she um from the little bit of money i make from my channel i know that that she must be making a must be waking up a whack out of uh, being uh, negative but um, she can do what she wants i suppose but just there's plenty just of rich people in politics <laughs> usually built on picking on people who like you know punching down Yes, well, yeah, maybe that will be her future career is uh, doing that. Well, but... there's probably some crosses for her to burn somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that, I think you'll blast through all that stuff in, in the first half of the year. So it'll um, um, be interesting to see what, what what you end up doing on top of that by the end of the year. I'll be surprised if it's if it's only that. That puts pressure on you, and I don't mean to in that sense, but... um based on no. how prolific you've been for the last sort of 12, 14 months or so, um, then I, um, I'll i be I'll be surprised. Because especially as the what I would say in terms of the the bulk of that is it's got to be done by March, isn't it? So Yeah, and the, already the, own most of it as yeah, well. So I, I think there'll be a chunk more. But yeah, if you don't know what it's going to be, then that absolutely makes makes sense as well. One thing you didn't put on your list was, was your own Battle of Five Armies, which you are going to paint. 
Yes, yes, I will paint that. And, and paint. Um, I'm going to make you paint some 10 millimeter strips. <laughs> I, I, will, I will get around to it. I'm still going to paint those Nazis you bought me last year. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I've got those to paint. And I actually bought some paint while I was at Seven City for those because oh, cool. they have the Panzer Ace colors. So I bought some of the bits oh, for nice. those. Nice. Yes, I will get around to those. But uh, my, my other major hobby is kick back off after two year hiatus. I'm, I'm getting tattooed again. I was in. Yeah, it's um so that that hoovers up money, uh, it makes this this hobby look positively cheap. Yeah, so, well you're gonna run out at some point you'll run out of space and then you'll um then then I'll start saving you money. Well yeah, I don't uh, a year or two I reckon I will be done actually. So um <laughs> yeah, then I can get back to painting something else. <laughs> it, it all depends. Obviously we, we have a major, major release coming this year in the shape of um, Defence of the North. So mm. yeah. There's bound to be stuff in there and I can't guarantee I'm not gonna be tempted by slings. I found the um battle company I painted a tiny bit uninspiring to paint. Yeah. But the recent forge world releases that for any faction have just been knockout so if they've done even half as good a job on the easterlings i can't say i'm not gonna be tempted i'll i'll be painting some for this year so uh, some of the stuff that i've i've got sitting in my loft waiting to be painted is for a a regular returning client um so i know that um, as soon as they're released you'll be sending me a message saying pick them up um and once there's enough to make an order so to speak a booking um no doubt i'll be i'll be painting some of those um i enjoy the ones i did last year for him so i I think i seem to be painting that's the that's the thing i actually painted quite a lot of stuff last year that just I, i may have even painted more middle earth it's probably the first year ever, actually, that I've painted more Middle Earth for work than I have for myself. Um, so um, I suppose that's a good thing in some ways, <laughs> but it's also well, um, it shows where my hobby went in the sort of last six months a little bit. But no, it's good. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what you have in the second half. Of the year. And you're absolutely right about Defence of the North. Um, I've got a. And little... who knows what else we might get? We might get a little Brucey bonus uh, supplement like we have recently. Yep. You never know. Yeah. The, uh, I'm, sh- the, I'm um, sure the, uh, the team have got off in there. Bag End, the Unexpected Party, Volume 2. Um, just got to well, wait, wait for Sue Gray. She's, she's writing that one, I think. Um, well, you, you, yeah, hell, topical. Top, topical. Topical, sorry if you're not in the UK, you won't get that joke at all. Um, um, one thing to say, though, is um, obviously, who's to say there's not going to be another quest book but with a dragon involved? Oh, that would be cool. That would be amazing. If they aren't, so, if they haven't thought of doing that one, then they definitely should. Yeah, no one royalties. Um, but <laughs> no, I mean, there's there's bound to be awesome stuff coming. Um, there's no way that uh, that's it for for, for uh, obviously Jay and 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 Dan. They they're going to be working on other new things because chances oh, are anything they've done for Defense of the North was done months ago anyway. So they're going to be. Uh, beavering away on something new and awesome so hopefully we'd see something towards the back end of the year you know they yeah. can't let them rest on their laurels for too long although i know that um i like the pace they do stuff it's yes it's, it's great it's it means you can do other game up. systems you can keep up with it um yeah i, I can't I, I, I'm, I'm glad i'm glad i'm not 
playing 40k and, and, and AOS as much as some of the miniatures are absolutely stunning and uh, and as Jacobs he's seven now and he's still painting models and not really wanted to play with them yet but at some point he will and it's, he's probably going to end up wanting, wanting to be space marines before it's um, before it's middle earth I'm afraid um, and, and when he does it'll give me excuse to buy you know, a couple of units of maybe the new um, Eldar look very, very cool. I'm very impressed by oh, the models. They're but, awesome. but I've got no real other desire to um, play the game. So, and it's, yeah, the pace it moves at, we're just... We're just I'm getting hope. quite stroppy with that because every six months we're getting a thing to obviously... I know it's to keep it balanced for the competitive scene, but yeah, it's yeah, becoming it's, very hard to keep up with. I've had three games out of my last book I bought. Yeah. And it's £25 a pop difficult isn't it I, I i like the pace this is going out and i think um yeah it's i think you've got to be fully into one of the main systems haven't you and want to kind of keep up with that kind of thing um, yeah and um, some of that's down you... to how often you play as well i imagine before before the book needs yeah. changing i don't know i don't i don't know what the answer is for those things because people want that but then also to if play you play middle earth, casually uh, yeah just play middle earth play some other Play some other stuff. Play my my, um, my goal has to be just play stuff that originated with uh, Rick Priestley and Jervis Johnson. If you play the games that they and, started, and Alessio, and Alessio as Can't well. Yeah. yeah, well they they all. So black, I play Black Powder at the moment, and and Priestley and uh, Jervis wrote that, and then I play a bit of bowl action, and we know uh, Alessio did that. So um, yeah, just stick with those guys. <laughs> and I know they don't write Middle Earth now, and I know that that's not knocking Jay and Dan and, and Rob and all the work they've put into make it the edition is now. I'm just talking about the origins of the games. All the games I play at the moment all seem to start with those three people, which is quite cool. Um, but yeah, so for me. Um, so this is this is not a cop out, but Flotsam and Jetsam is going to be a big part of the first half of the year, and that's got to be a reality. Um, because if I don't make it a big part of it, we will get to July, and um, we won't. It won't be what I want it to be, what we need it to be, which is they're never going to be um, Steve level of um, sort of um, boards with. Uh, amazing terrain on each but i do no, i do want especially to have th- Telcon. no well we'll come back to that in a minute um i do want to make sure each of my boards they will have a mat um but has is themed and all the trains properly mm. themed for it as well and that's that's my goal for the event and it started that way and i've got sort of 10 maybe 12 tables worth already i'm going to need at least a 20 so we're looking at another eight i've got to do and here yeah, one will be dolgador and i'll buy a, the, the, a big you know, a load of that scenery, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all investments for the future, um, but that's going to be a lot of work doing eight more tables, even just between now and July, and money as well. Um, because the terrain itself, it's not funded by the event, it's going to be funded by me because it's mine. It's not part of a club or anything like that. Um, so it's uh, the, the and the money we make from the event will only cover the the, the prizes and the trophies for, for day two, because obviously we've already got the money for the first half of it, so to speak. So, so that's... I've got to be sensible for the first half of the year with what I plan project-wise. I shouldn't, I can't be going out buying loads of stuff because my money will have to go on, on those things and my time. That's the other thing. Time will be on making, building and painting that terrain. So that's very much a chunk of the first half when you'll probably hear that a lot on the show about, yeah, well, I'm planning this table and I've built this bit of terrain, et cetera, et cetera. I've got to 
to finish Smaug. <laughs> we made a joke about it, but I've got to do it. I want to do it. Um, um, and it'll be really nice when, it, when it's done. And it'll definitely get me a box. There's got to be a... Is there a box that has a model has been on your painting table for the last 20 years or something like that? Because it feels like it's been on... It feels well, he's like he's definitely a monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a year to do part he's for at least a year. Surely he's going to be monster. Is he six, he's got to be... 600 arm, points. 600 points. Yeah, he's going to tick a lot of boxes and he bloody well deserves to. Well, um, he's not going to get painting model within 48 hours of receiving it, is he? No, he's, he's not. Unless I give it to you and you give it back. Um... <laughs> no, I'm trying to fudge that one. <laughs> um, so, but he, he's um, he's on there, and that might be the first thing I do, really, just because it's a, a nice nice thing to uh, kind of chip away at. So I might get him out and put him so he's easy in easy reach. So I can see him every day. So when I do have that spare, I've done all the airbrushing now, so it's all pretty much done all the airbrushing. So now it is brush work, so it's easier to kind of pick him up and do. Chip away do, do, do yeah, exactly. And I think if I do that, and he's there. I'm really good when I get to kind of 20% done on a project. Um, it really motivates me. And then I go hell for leather to get it finished. It's the middle stages of projects, big projects that I find hard. I love the starting a project. I love the planning a project. Really kind of hyper-enthusiastic about it. But when it's a big project, it's the middle stages of it that, that's, that, that I can kind of flag slightly. And then the end, well, as soon as I can see the end in, in, in sight, then that's it. I'm really kind of engaged to do it. Um, so that's that. And then, um, so I've got Battle of Five Armies. Um, I want to get that stuff painted. It's gonna. I'm going to do some videos. It might not always be on the At The Frying Pan. Um, it was a subscriber for my um, other channel, for my for Miniature Realms channel that's, uh, that, that um, gave me that. So I want to make sure that that goes on there as well. Um, and I do have a lot of uh, subscribers that, that, that like smaller scale wargaming, so the sort of 10 mil and the 15 mil stuff that I've been doing. So it will have a place on there, but I might well upload them in both places or do a bit of both. Um, and then you've, um, yeah, you, you've got yours as well. So I think I think they'll paint up fairly quickly. Um, and we'll be interested to see what approach you take to painting them because I'm not sure you've ever painted anything that scale. But uh, no. Uh, I'm, no, I, um, well, I'm, no, epic. Once upon a time. Okay, okay, well, yeah. but that's power armor. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? I didn't. I wouldn't. Didn't assume it was just um, necessarily power armor you painted. But I think I'm gonna. I painted hard. a couple of Warmaster figures back in the day, but oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be like that, isn't it? I um, I'm gonna take the same approach as I do for the 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 ten mil and the fifteen mil stuff that I've been doing, because um, it makes sense. Zenithal highlights and then loads of loads of contrast and then a limited amount of highlighting and that's and away you go but um, i'm going to enjoy doing that so that will definitely be talked about on the podcast quite a lot um and then that kind of links in with the next goal and then this next goal isn't to be done this year but it's to to make proper inroads into it so we talked about this the other day didn't we so helms deep version two so before covid we'd planned our big helms deep game and i was painting two armies essentially towards it and that just all as soon as that game wasn't going to happen the motivation for it fell away and my um they said they would be collecting dusk but they're in a little uh they're in a little project box on the walls and they've got a little little roof on them that stops them getting dusty but um i've got a whole defenders of helms deep army ready to go and i've got in a box i've got the the, the urux but I, I had a bit of an idea the other day and i sent a message i think you quite a long message didn't i um yes. to test you out and your response to it basically made me decide that we're that I want to do it and it's to do um a bit of a crossover helms deep day maybe weekend but day 
um, with with selected people. I haven't decided who yet, but invite some people to come and sort of spend maybe the weekend doing it. Um, and basically build a Helm's Deep model for 10 mil. Do a massive Helm's Deep game using Battle for, Battle for Five Armies uh, models plus some extra ones to buy. Um, so you can buy um, some cobblestone sculpts at um, North Star that are done in the same style, which are perfect. You can get all your versions of um, um, t- 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 Rohan there and loads of extra orcs and things, and they're all pretty reasonable priced, etc. So do a massive siege, um, but then have breakout scenarios using the scenarios in um, War and Rohan. So when we did the reviews, we we reviewed all the separate elements, didn't we? And then we talked about yes. how we liked them, but we wanted to get that flavour into the big game, but we weren't quite sure what we were going to do. So kind of think that's going to be the way way forward. So rather than do a 28 mil full siege, is actually use the 28 mil games to do little breakouts. So at points throughout the day or at the weekend of the big siege, stop or different people do the games by themselves at the same time so you get to the um you know riding out um you you do that scenario from the book using 28 mil on a four by four somewhere um you you just each of those i think there's about five or six different scenarios do them as little breakout games that will, will have some kind of benefit towards the big game that's going on but make the big game so big that um those things don't decide it on their own but they uh they kind of give points one way or the other. Again, there's a lot of work going to go into that. So I'm I I'm going to say now that that game will be something to plan for 2023. But I'd like to make some really good inroads into the the hobby side of prepping it this year. Um, so it's going to be big projects. But I think for the we were, we'll do a show on it at some point. Um, but uh, I think the, the the messages I sent to you, I just think it would be such a fun thing to do. Um, I don't know how many people we need, maybe six, six of us, something like that. I don't want too many, but enough to kind of have fun doing the breakout games and, and have fun doing some filming as well. I want to do lots of filming for it. I might even just run it and actually play. Um, we'll see. I think you'd need a TO, not TO, yeah. like a you know, like games master for that. But it's going to be heavily narrative anyway, so if everyone's got the right frame of mind, you can kind of, kind of again you you're cooperative aren't you in the way the game's played so to speak but um it may well be that yeah i kind of kind of go around film and 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 sort of be the uh the games master yeah that that's not 100 percent on that it depends on how many people we think we need if we only need four of us i'll be joining in playing as well but i think that's i'd still be running it so to speak but um yeah hopefully that sounds quite cool i, I really like the sound of it i think it would be quite nice there's bits of helm's deep i the my model i built that i don't like that i'm gonna get rid of and change and this works with that new plan as well anyway there's um table what are they called i sent you i don't know if i sent you a link in the end um so one of the other youtube channels the guys i talked with martin seventh son he was a guest on on the show recently he's he's built a castle for his walls of the rose roses armies and i think it's I'm trying to remember the name of the company tabletop something or other but they make castle walls and towers and the walls are really cheap they're like 12 15 pounds each and they are very helms deep looking walls um so it'd be very easy to make a a, um, a deeping wall and just that be on a board um and then make a collapsed version so to speak and then 
throw the bits of balls away that I made that I don't like um, and just you know use the bits of castle I do like for different scenarios so I've, I've got a good plan there it's going to be a lot of work so it will be a case of chipping away at that project but making sure I do so that's a, a very loose goal and if it was a business plan it wasn't it's not a very smart goal there at all um, and then so a little bit more kind of focused um, in the first really in the first six months of the year um, I'd like to I want to finish off my Azog's armies um, just because they are half done and they're taking up a project box and I, and I know mentally I'll feel so good when they're done on the shelf just because they've been sort of staring at me for ages and the same with the Iron Hills so that's the last dwarfs the last unit of Iron Hills I've got Iron, Iron Hill Spears but also the the defence of the North book is going to make me one or two um, probably turn them into something else as well so obviously finish the new dwarves off as well and it might mean that I end up if they if if and what depending on what's released adding um adding some uh, some dale to it as well um again that will probably be a war band or two of the uh, dale warriors etc depending on what the what the what the rules look like so to speak um so that's a maybe for those but the finishing the iron hills and the azox I've been sitting in my project one of my project boxes for Oh, I don't know. Must be two years now, staring at me. I think that's that's not me starting a new army. That's me saying I'm going to finish those and get get those done. And that's a definite goal. The Helm's Deep version two thing is um, a slow burn and involves painting lots of stuff and, and dealing with my 28 mil as well. But I'm not guaranteeing it will all be done this year. And then Fangorn, back to Fangorn and the board for Trona Skulls, and um, and that's the only event that I think I can confidently say that um i've definitely got a pass for i've been um it's been a bit a bit difficult you're going to um scouring yes um i couldn't go i could you know <laughs> there was the opportunity to go and i just can't go this just doesn't work with family life um and it was really busy around april and may as well i really would have loved to if, if i could have got a ticket i'd love to go to seven stones but i just can't go we've got so much going on i'm a i've got a i can't complain i've got a free holiday in florida for two weeks in the end of april through emma's work for my wife's work she's going to a conference and her boss is paying for us all to go for two weeks so me and the boys so that's amazingly cool stuff but it's just wipes out all of all of april in terms of me having any free time and then may's looking really busy as well we've got a family holiday my wife's birthday and it just doesn't happen and my wife works every bank holiday so whenever something falls on a bank holiday i'm i'm screwed really unfortunately so i'm looking at the first half of the year and i'm not going to get i don't think i'm going to get to a single event um before flotsam and jetsam so we'll have to see what happens after that um and and I'd, I'd pencil in Tolkon, not to go and play, but to go to the, the convention side of things and hang out and um, conversation with them yesterday, the Saturday at the very, very least, maybe all weekend, but definitely Saturday. She's got something for work that will not move. It's quite a big, important work day. Um, so that's just shot an arrow through that as well. So all these events, I'm going to have a lot of FOMO, I'm afraid. Well, <laughs> we've gone past FOMO, just pure jealousy now with you doing lots of things. But um, it it was a bit like that at the end of last year with you you know, going, being able to go to the meet-up and stuff like that. And it's going to continue this year. And it's not because I'm disinterested. I know I've been distracted with uh, some some Warlord games, games um, towards the end of last year, but uh, this is nothing to do with that. I just genuinely would love to have gone to Skyrim, would love to go to Tolkien. I'm not, 
I'm going to see if I can go on the Sunday or something just to pop up for a day, but stick my head in, but um, I don't know. Uh, but all of the, the, the events that first half of the year, you're going to be um, doing the reporting solo, I'm afraid. Um, yeah. It's just a, just, just a shame. It's a shame because I'm not, I'm, I'm becoming detached from the, from that part of the community, which is a shame, but at least you're, you're making making friends with them all um, and I can just be the person on the other end of the uh, the podcast but um, yeah bit of a pain in the bum but uh, looking forward to meeting people and being sociable at Flotsam and Jetsam of which I have Absolutely. the full weekend pass she's, Emma's going to be taking the kid well, officially I wish she might change her mind but she's taking the kids away for the weekend so you know Saturday night is uh, fully fully free even the dog going in the kennels so I can I can uh, I might even just book a, ch- a hotel in Cheltenham as well and stay there rather than worrying about taxiing back. So um, I will definitely be having some beverages on the, the Saturday night. And curry. And curry. Don't forget curry. Curry, yes, yes. Well, I think that's what we're going to be doing. We have to, I'll have to liaise with Chip at Incon Gaming. But uh, curry, hopefully a quiz. I want to get someone to run the quiz, though. Because um, I want to get drunk, but that's not no, that's not professional, is it? I'm running a, I'm running an event. Um, well, <laughs> if anyone wants to run a quiz, you, you, you would like to become an even more gracious host. Yes, yes, sorry, yes, yeah. <laughs> I would like to there. I don't want to be tied down to dealing with a quiz when I should be um, schmoozing and uh, making sure everyone's having a good time. There you go. That's I'll edit that in. Um, but yeah, um, but that's that's the plan. So it, it's a lot of stuff on there. But in terms of the in terms of grading myself at the end of the year will be the Fangorn board with the for, for Throne of Skulls whether I get to go or not I want that done and I want that done in time that if I don't get tickets for Throne of Skulls I'll at least put it enter it into um, uh, what's it called Always on Parade so I at least feel like I've done something with it um, but I'll be fully fully planning on, on getting tickets if that, for that event and I'm sure if it ran last year the way it did can't see why this year it won't run and be expanded it might not be called Throwing the Skulls anymore who knows but that there will be that event so um, definitely planning on that and I will be really annoyed myself if I don't do the Dwarves and the Azog's Legion because they are half finished products the Dwarves should be really easy you know it's a warband of 12 models for God's sake that I've half painted um, do those and then paint two the, the two new dwarf characters and I'm uh, should be happy um, so they're beautiful models too yeah exactly and I really enjoy doing it so I'm going to be annoyed if I don't do those things and that's why I'm setting myself quite loose goals really just because I know that the first half of the year is going to be full of flot, flotsam and jetsam so those and smag are absolute definites and then the the Helm's Deep stuff and the Battle of Five Armies stuff there's no set dates on those but I'd, I'd love for us to play Battle of Five Armies at some point this year um, and do a show on it but um, if it takes us all year to paint the bits and do then no problem and I want to make some headway into building and planning a, that big Helm's Deep game for, for well over a year's time so it means that um, I can hook some other people into um, to see who wants to play, and maybe I won't stress myself about painting all the models as well because other people can bring their own armies to it and things. But we will see how that goes. So we'll get onto the planning for that. So that's my goals for the year, anyway. In terms exactly of the bi- fair. yeah, and how it fits with the bingo, God knows. Um, we'll see. <laughs> 
we'll see. <laughs> I'm still sticking with the 20. I'd be happy with 20 boxes. I'm not sure whether my goals will deliver 20 boxes, to be honest with you. We're, 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 but there you go. There you go. Right then. So that takes us towards the end of our uh, our planning and uh, reviewing section. My uh, performance review was very much a grade two need performance, uh, performance news improving. Um, I think you were... Uh, you're a high flyer there, Dan. Um, so it's whether you can, uh, you know, maintain your uh, maintain your high performance. Um, right, let's let's go for a break, and we'll come back and we'll close the show down. And here we are to close the show down. Um, time for thank yous and goodbyes. So, Dan, who would you like to uh, say hello, goodbye, thank you to? Well, the usual suspects, obviously. I, I do this all the time, but anyone who's putting out content and uh, generally contributing to the community, big thanks to you, um, especially in this case to David and Steve over the Christmas period when they ran their Christmas podcast. I did uh, win a Saruman from them well I won twenty pounds worth of uh, Games Workshop vouchers and uh, I used that for a Saruman. So that's uh, <laughs> again, that was awesome. So thanks again. guys. Again, yeah, again. twice on the bounce, two years in a row. Well like you said, I won as well last year, didn't I? You did super dodgy. It's you could say that your luck is reflective in the effort that you've put into uh, the middle of the hobby this year. I just that's like bribery. <laughs> yes, that's, that's not helping matters at all, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, wonderful. I, I um, forgot but, to send them the check, and that's that was the problem. Yeah. Well, um, anywho, um, obviously, and thanks to everyone who supported. Um, obviously, during twenty twenty one, everyone who um, contributed to the raffle for Calm um, for the elves. Obviously, Michael Haskell, very worthy winner. Mm-hmm. It was really good to see them at the B side meetup. Those elves, I didn't imagine I would see them again, but. Uh, that was quite cool. And just um, generally everyone who's supported our efforts during 2021 going forwards. Thanks very much. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will echo what you've said there. I'd like to thank you uh, for Jeremy and Gary for, for sending me more um, Battle of Five Armies than I'd have thought I'd ever own. And for, 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 for nothing, I don't know if Gary listens at all to this. I know he um, as I watches my, my other YouTube channel stuff. So uh, I've thanked him personally anyway, but I just wanted to do it publicly because it was incredibly generous from both of them. And I'm looking forward to doing a little competition and... Um, getting those getting those given out so yeah we'll think of something maybe before the next show and we can get that competition set up um but yeah so if you uh if you would like to be involved in our social media do head over to our facebook page and give us a like so if you just search at the frying pan podcast on on facebook you should be able to find us there are links in the show notes for it as well join our facebook group again you can do that for either page or or, or just search the group you can follow us on instagram at ootfp podcast and on twitter at ootfp and you can always email us directly at ootfp podcast at gmail.com and do check out our youtube it's not the most um active um but we do use it as as a bit of a sort of a sister thing to to the main show so occasionally um we do a an unboxing or a review or something and occasionally i will upload a video you know with a tutorial or something like that or some painting as as dan was teasing me the the smog that's uh god knows when i last did a video for one of those but it's it's been a been a while um, but i will finish those soon and um i may well post on there the i'm going to do some kind of weird unboxing of uh already unboxed and opened uh battle of five armies but i know a lot of people uh were 
very young or not around at the time that it came out or just haven't really seen it. So I'm going to be doing a, view, a video for Miniature Realms on that. So I'll either share it over via a, a playlist or I'll just repost it. So it's in both places. So I will I will share that with, with you guys as well. So do check it out. We do occasionally put stuff up there. But anyway, thanks very much for listening and we will catch you soon. Run!